When my oldest was only five months old, I was going to be flying from Hawaii to LA and I had heard that you could nurse while using the ergo. I wanted to practice this at home before we went to the airport. And so I let out the strap and I dropped him down and he, you know, suction cupped on and he was on there for longer than he would normally need to be. So at one point I pulled his head off and well, turns out he had latched right above my nipple. So I actually just had a massive hickey, not from any fun intimate activities, but from trying to figure out how to nurse in the ergo. <laughs> Can you imagine explaining that to your husband? Yeah. Honey, it was the baby. It was I the promise. baby. The promise. <laughs> Today's episode is all about boobs, and our goal is to share our honest conversations with you. But before we get into today's episode, we want to make it really clear that we in no way are saying that you need to have plastic surgery. I think all boobs are awesome. Boobs are awesome. of us have it's, had it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. And so it's more a real conversation that we had about feeling, feeling good in your skin, and a part of that for us has been considering a lift or a boob job or something like that. So we just wanted to really like right up front say we are in no way pushing some kind of a like fake We're just being look. honest with our where, where we are right journeys. now. Yep, yeah. that's it. Let's go. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives. And at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this, is, this is, hi, my name is mom. A podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Welcome to Hi, My Name is Mom episode two. All about what? Boobs. Boobs. <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you from The Russell, a historic East Nashville church transformed into a one-of-a-kind boutique hotel. The Russell's mission is to give back to the Nashville community through their Rooms for Rooms program by donating a portion of each stay to local nonprofits who are helping those experiencing homelessness. By the way, this hotel is amazing. Check out our socials at Hi My Name Is Mom official to see some pictures of this place. If you come to Nashville, you want to stay here. Visit russellnashville.com to book your experience today. Hi, I am Corey. I am mom of two children. Hi, I'm Jen. I'm a mom of four. I'm Kayla. I'm a mom of five fur babies and one baby in my belly. What size is the, what fruit is the baby right now? Uh, it's a full uh, head of lettuce. Oh, sweet that's little getting lettuce so head. Big. Oh my God, a lettuce head. How adorable is a little <laughs> lettuce with a bow on its head. So today we are talking about boobs. Ooh. We would like to thank actually my sister, Katie Roy, mm -hmm. for that mom fashion. If you have a mom fashion, please go to at hi, my name is mom official and share yours with us. If you're comfortable with it, we would love to share yours on the podcast. And there's no shame. There's no shame in these mom fashions. <laughs> you know what? We're really just having you help us feel better about ourselves. That's pretty much. If we're being honest. So this week we are talking about boobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We talk about boobs a lot in our natural conversations anyway. So, I, I mean, I think it's only natural that we share it. It and comes up at least once a day. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that is my fault right now. It is. Yeah, you've talked a lot about <laughs> boobs. But all last year, that's all I talked about that's was boobs. True. Oh, yeah, that's true. Kayla looked like a teenage boy. She had... <laughs> <laughs> she had no, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean her chest. Oh, I did not mean that her chest. Like, okay, here's what no I meant. No wonder I couldn't let get me, pregnant. Let me, let me clarify. That sounded so rude. 
I didn't mean that her chest, your boobs were beautiful even before they were enhanced. What I meant is that her computer screen was covered in boobs. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time she came over, she was like, look at these boobs. Look at Why these boobs. And I'm like, yeah. God forbid someone look at your internet history. Yeah, it's all like petite girl with fake boobs, like short girl with fake boobs. Like that was all my, because I was doing research. I love it. I looked at so many boobs for you. You did. <laughs> What's going on now? The reason I've been talking about boobs so much is because I am, I just weaned my almost 18 month old. And now I'm just wondering what I'm going to be left with. I recall friends who had kids before I did talking about how, oh, well, after I nursed my third kid, my boobs looked like tube socks. And then I had another friend tell me that her grandma always said, well, after you have kids, you just roll them up and stick them in your room. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So anyway, I'm kind of wondering what I'm going to be left with. Um, So as I wind down the nursing, I'm pretty sure my boobs haven't really gotten the message yet. So I'm not there yet. (laughs) And I've been blowing up your phone with like, like implant information in all sorts of like doctor consult. I gave a hint input. of a question and then Kayla was like, here's a thousand things about covered. <laughs> Which just I information. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've been nursing for, I feel like a decade. I mean, on and off for a decade. I mean, way TMI. I haven't had a period for almost a decade. That's how long I've been nursing. It's just been crazy between my 10 year old and my almost two year old. And, and honestly, like, my little mom fashion of the day is I, I honestly think I keep nursing sometimes because I'm terrified of what my boobs are going to look like when I'm done. I've had little <laughs> glimpses and I'm just like, oh, Lord, oh, God, it's just, I don't know. Why do people not talk about this? Like, why do people not talk about how your body changes post-baby, honestly? I feel like it's talked about, but it's talked about in the way that you're just supposed to love your body because yep. it gave you children. And that's I cool. do think that's cool. I think it's a, I think it's a superpower mm-hmm. what we can do. But I also think it's okay to not feel great about it afterwards. Yeah, to not be and, thrilled. And we should point that out. We really don't want yeah. to, no. to like whatever your choices are. This is a sanctimony free zone. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. I think um, having implants that was kind of my whole thought process with getting them was. Um, It's not that I didn't love my body before. It's just I really wanted something and it made sense at the time when I did it. And it still makes sense. I mean, I'm very happy that I did it, but it had nothing to do with my confidence or anything about loving myself. It was I love myself, so I'm going to give myself a present. And I think I you're totally going that. in the reverse direction. <laughs> Jen, and I, Jen and I have had kids. I still can't believe I said you look like a teenage boy. That's <laughs> the best just, line. It's okay. Oh. You're going in the reverse direction in that we have had kids and now we're thinking about maybe boob jobs. And you had a boob job and now you're having a baby. So mm-hmm. it's it's really flip, like flip experiences. Have they grown? Oh, yeah. Since I mean, since you've been pregnant. Like they've yeah. grown. Like, oh, oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're very large I can kind of tell but you can you know you can never really tell because when people wear bras it's like are they wearing padded bras or whatever so I was just curious if you felt like even since it's like because you haven't even gotten to the like milk engorgement craziness it looks like electric currents are just running through them right now they're, they get so veiny. Oh, yeah. They're very yeah. veiny. The veins and then the really dark nipples. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time that they got really dark and, you know, Ty saw them and he was like, oh. That was Jonathan's response. He's like, oh, hey. Hell no. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> my, my husband's like dirty little secret is he loves the like 70s boobs. Straight up. So like when What are 70s me, boobs? I think like darker nipple, bigger nipple. And it's like a pregnancy look. Look too, like very voluptuous. 
Oh my god! Like a heavy breast, yeah, like heavy, a heavy breast. breast. And so he was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the boobs are never heavier than. Oh no, they're not. That time. Mm-mm. So you just weaned. You like just started weaning, or you are done. I think we're done. I thought we were done, and then all of a sudden he's like, "More, more," and trying to pull my shirt up. And first it was like a game. He was pulling my shirt up and down, and I thought this is a weird game. <laughs> <laughs> He was pretty much done, and then he nursed once or twice, and then has, I I couldn't get him to nurse, and then he just stopped even remembering there was something going on there. That's interesting. Have you noticed a difference just from weaning? Yeah, but not so much yet. I think it takes a minute for your body to get the hint. I it think takes so like too. four to six weeks before your body really stops making milk, and I'm in that transition. And before we get in really with the weaning, I would love to go back to what your boobs meant to you before you had yeah. kids. Because I think there is a distinct difference yes. in what your boobs are for before you have children and after. Oh my God. I know this is such a huge thing for me. I And you guys know this because you're my friends, but I can't believe I'm about to share this with like everyone in the world. I have always had a really hard time transitioning in my head that my boobs for so many years were like playthings. Now my boobs are primarily, let's scratch that, completely to feed my child. In my own head, I have a really difficult time. And Kayla, I'm going to be curious to see how this is for you when you have her because I have a hard time going back and forth in my mind. I like want to swap my husband's hand and be like, no, no, Your daughter no. even tries to nurse me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like people, I don't know, maybe I'm strange, but I have to say like, I don't think people talk enough about the fact that like there is a crazy amount of mental shifting that happens when you nurse a baby and when, you know, after however many weeks you take off after you deliver, like when you finally go back to having like real intimate time with your husband, it's like, it's not the same for me. I cannot let my head go there until I wean her. And then it's like back to normal. Although how, how the long boobs are you, normal. How long did you nurse the other kids? Oh my God. Well, Ava, I nursed only for 11 months because I thought... At, you know, I thought that I wanted to get pregnant right away. And I, I did. I'm glad I did. But then Charlie, I nursed for 22 months. And Mason, I nursed for 26 months. And Evelyn's 22 months now. She shows no signs of weaning, though. She's got an oral aversion. And she's... She loves the boob. Yeah, man. she loves the boob. It's her safety... Baba. Her baba. Her bobby. She actually sounds like... I don't know. She's speaking another language. She walks up to me and she goes, Eba. <laughs> <laughs> That's her word for boob. Eba. She sounds yeah. like a donkey. It's ridiculous. Sounds like a like, Star Wars character. Thank you. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Super Bobby Bowl, is her name. She yes. like went up to me full on and pulled my shirt down and was like, Bobby, I'm like, there's nothing in there, child. <laughs> Yet. She thinks there is. She Yet. thinks there is. She's like hungry yeah. lunch. I don't know. Did you have a hard time making that shift? Honestly. Yeah. So going back, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want boobs. I feel like every girl wants yeah. boobs. I got them. Mm-hmm. My sister and I both had boobs from a pretty young age and pretty decent sized boobs for small girls. And I was in dance classes and I got right. boobs before everyone and I was embarrassed by them and I tried to wear sports bras and smush them down. Mm-hmm. And I actually remember going to a homecoming dance and I had one of sort of a sweetheart neckline. Mm-hmm. And when I got the pictures back, the guy I'd gone to homecoming with was passing the pictures around at lunch. Oh, talking about your boobs. Yeah, Disgusting. all the boys were talking about my boobs. Aww. And I was 
so mm. embarrassed. I, I used I, to dream about that. See, it, and I know it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. And that's not to say that I didn't, you know, want them to be playthings, right? Like that's that's always what you think they're made for until yeah. you're feeding children. But I definitely didn't have the thing of where I wanted boobs. Mm-hmm. I had big boobs. I wanted them gone. And then when I got pregnant and then had a baby, well, first of all, of course, they keep growing and right. growing and you don't think they can get any bigger. And then they do. I looked at myself in the mm. mirror the first time I got to take a shower after my C-section. Mm-hmm. I went in and they had, I mean, who thought this was a good idea? To was put this a baby one or two? Baby one. Oh, okay. They put a full length mirror in the room with the shower. In the postpartum room. Smart. I thought, who wants to see that? I don't. <laughs> and I saw myself in the mirror. My milk had come in. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how is this my body right now? <laughs> I couldn't believe, I could not connect in my head the fact that the body I'd had, even when I was pregnant yeah. and I had the belly, now the baby was out in the boobs. When I put Radley to my boob, I remember thinking my boob is four times the size of this baby's head. <laughs> oh my gosh. I could not believe how huge my boobs were. This scares yeah. me. And then I it's, had them like- a little scary. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then and then they leak. You're like, They're weird. so heavy that the heaviness, like gravity makes them leak. And then you can literally shoot a baby in the face with milk. Well, if we're being honest, my, my last one, Evelyn, she honestly- like loves being squirted in the eye. <laughs> she loves being squirted yes, in the I eye. I like lift it up and squirt her. It's like a water so You me. and I are like the same exact size, like pretty much body wise. We like that's how we bonded. Yes, is share mm-hmm. clothes. And you have the boobs that I always wanted. If I had Aww. your boobs naturally, I would have never had mine done. That's Aww. the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I, you are goals. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see how they look in a few weeks. All right. What about you? Did you grow up wanting boobs? Yeah. So I grew up, I always, always wanted boobs. My grandma had really big boobs and I used to like joke around with my mom and my sisters because they don't, none of them really have boobs. And I used to think, oh my gosh, I hope I go, I hope I take after my grandma Norma because she had really big boobs and I, I wanted them. And so in junior high, I actually, um, got made fun of for a little bit. I was called Wawa bra because <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, this is a Sorry. true story. I'm not laughing at you. I really am not. I just didn't expect you to say that. No, this is a true story. So I um, I don't know if you guys remember the water brawls. Yes. So That's I got a water brawl and I was throwing football on recess and it like the wire in the water brawl like oh, hit it no. and my shirt got completely wet. Oh my gosh. And so for the rest of the day, and I was at that awkward stage where I couldn't go without a brawl. So for the rest of the day, I had one water filled brawl. Oh, and, gosh, and, the other, and so, but like I've just grown up stuffing my brawl my entire life. And <laughs> when I finally got my boobs done, a lot of people didn't even know because I've been wearing the Victoria's Secret bombshell push-up bras oh, for yeah. so long. My goal was I wanted to wear a sports bra and look the exact same that I looked in a bombshell bra, but wearing a sports bra. You didn't want the water risk. I didn't want the water risk. I didn't want the leakage. Um, I always thought your boobs looked great for what it's worth. Yeah. You had the boobs I always wanted, which is like just like cute little perky small boobs. I And see, that's, that's what's the funny thing is, is like I wasn't unhappy with my boobs. I just wanted them bigger. I wanted the exact same boob bigger. Like I had no insecurity in the sense of like, I didn't feel complete or, or I felt like it would change my confidence or anything like that. I just always wanted boobs. And my plan was to always get them after kids. Like I've always just told myself, I didn't want to get them in my twenties and like do it out of insecurity or do it because I was dating a guy that made me feel crappy about myself. It was just something I purely wanted to do for myself. 
And so after our fourth miscarriage, I told myself, I'm this, I'm just doing this for myself. I'm going to gift myself this. We were in um, a huge conversation about my sister being a surrogate for us. And so I just thought, you know what, if I can't even carry, I'm just going to get them done. And I didn't even really involve my husband in the conversation. I just scheduled like five consults. Just did it. And, and I told him after I had the surgery scheduled, I said, so I'm getting my boobs done. And he's like, oh. And so, yeah, I just scheduled it and he came in for the pre-consult and I went small. I, I went from a 32A to a 32C and I was really happy with that size. Do with, you want a nurse? Yes. Yeah, You're I, not going to have any issues nursing, right? No, like I, I went under. So I that was something very specific I said. I said, if there is a chance that I could have um, a baby, can I still nurse? And they said, as long as you go under the muscle, it's not going to affect the milk duds at all. So it's so interesting here. Milk duds, milk duds. Milk duds. Milk duds. <laughs> I was trying not to hiccup when I said that, and it came out as duds instead of milk Still. duds. Milk well, it's ducks. interesting because like Kayla's kind of now like done it the opposite of how you and I might be approaching it. I don't know if I'm ever going to get implants or not, but have you? What are you thinking? Like, have you ever thought about it? Uh, yeah, I have thought about it, and I go back and forth between thinking because see I don't want big boobs right that is not my goal I just mm -hmm. want my boobs to look like they look when I lift my arms up right I don't really <laughs> want them bigger <laughs> I don't really want them bigger now I might I have caught my profile view here and there recently and they just look a little deflated yeah so I have too. a feeling I initially had thought well maybe I would just want a lift but I think what's going to happen is there's just not going to be enough volume for that to make sense where I stand on cosmetic surgery after kids is that I think you should do what's going to make you feel yeah, good. Yeah, you do you straight up. Happy mommy mm -hmm. and confident mommy is happy, happy everyone. Now don't go to Tijuana and get implants. Yeah. I will say. Do I mean, I would say do your research. Yes. Yes. Do your research smart. wherever you yes. go. Try yeah. out those different sizes, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know, and make sure that, but I, I think there's nothing wrong with, you know, your body goes through so much and just wanting to feel confident mm -hmm. again. And I think that trickles down to all kinds of things. You know, it's going to be intimacy with your partner. It's going to be the way you feel when you're out playing with your kids at the beach. It's going to be the way you feel when you get undressed to get in the shower. I think if it makes you feel good, I am 100% supportive. But I am a little nervous and I feel a little selfish about the cost of the surgery, number one. I think it's, you know, if you get go to a good doctor, it's going to be expensive. And then I also have this sort of like pit in my stomach about going under yeah. the knife again. I had mm -hmm. two C-sections and then I'm kind of down for the count for my family. Mm -hmm. There are risk, risks involved in surgery and I just feel like, is it fair to do that for something that's like pretty much a vanity thing that I don't necessarily need, but I might enjoy? And so I have, you know, I have all of that stuff bouncing around in my head. So I was talking to my sister about... Um, this topic and, you know, all the things that we all feel and some of us, you know, thinking about getting augmentation and whatnot. And she reminded me of a friend of hers that she went to high school with whose mom went in for an elective surgery. She went in to have her breasts reduced and she never woke up. And to your point, it's like, damn, you know, it's like, what a life changer. It was like a, it was a horrible, horrible, horrible experience. So like when you bring up the idea that, you know, it's unnecessary risk. risk. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all to, it's all to be weighed. You know, I mean, Kayla I, went but, through that a lot because yeah. of some health issues, and it yeah. was a higher risk for you. Yeah, it was a higher risk. They actually wouldn't approve the surgery. Um, and I think if I had kids, I 
I probably with the risks that I had, I, w- I wouldn't have ended up doing it. But just because we were in the position that we were, sure. where financially it wasn't a burden. Um, Time wise, I was I did it right before Christmas, so I was able to take off. But also, um, so I had to get a, a hematologist to come in for the surgery just because of my clotting um, issue. And I was on these um, Lovenox blood thinner shots for eight weeks after mm-hmm. surgery. And so it, was, it wasn't it was as smooth as a process as I thought it would be. And if I would have had young kids at home or anything, I wouldn't have put myself through it. But um, at the time, we were just at a point where I was so tired of trying to get pregnant and I just needed a break and I wanted to do something for myself and I wanted to do something fun. I wanted to do something kind to my body. And even though surgery isn't necessarily physically kind, it was very emotionally kind to myself. Mm-hmm. We were at a point where we were really talking about surrogacy and um, having my sister carry for us. And so I was just like, I'm going to do this for myself. I really, I really want to do it. Um, and But I will say that because we were told that we probably wouldn't be able to get pregnant and we had some immune issues going on, after going through the surgery, my uh, doctor saw how well I did on the blood thinners and how quickly I bounced back and recovered. And so that's kind of why we decided to schedule fertility again to try to give it like one more shot. And so after we found out we were pregnant with and uh, this baby is a complete surprise. This was not planned, which is awesome. I mean, we weren't preventing, but um, Jonathan, when we were at, I think it was our third appointment, he looked at our our specialist, our um, our doctor, and said, "Hey, do you think because she got her boobs done, it helped with fertility?" And <laughs> he was being dead serious. Could have been a motivating with the factor. Process. Well, and that's what the doctor said. And I am laughing. I'm getting my blood pressure taken. I'm like, "Hold up, my baby's gonna spike." And I and he goes, "No, no, no. I mean, like being initiated with the blood thinners. Do you think that?" Helped, and so that's what he was meaning. But it oh, was that's interesting, really actually. Funny. It was that's so funny. Boobs gave you a baby. Hey. Yeah, and so it it was really funny. But like, we got a good laugh at it. That he asked, uh, he asked our maternal <laughs> fetal specialist if my boob job helped with fertility. I'm like, it made it more fun uh, for you, babe. But that is <laughs> so really cute. Funny. He was refraining to the um, the Lovenox shots, though. Can we? Okay, so in talking about <laughs> nursing, yeah. So one of the weird, weird <laughs> things that you have in store for you oh, gosh. is, well, first of all, I think you've already been getting some pressure about, I mean, as soon as you're pregnant, the pressure people start, is insane. start yeah. talking about whether you're not, not you're going to nurse and the, here's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to nurse and I think it's great if you can. I also think that there is way too much pressure totally because it is not easy to nurse. Now it's convenient, but if you go back to work in any kind of way, mm-hmm. the pump is my nemesis. Oh, geez, the first time sure. I saw my nipple pulled through that suction cup, I was horrified. Like, I wanted nothing to do. <laughs> Can with I ask a question? Anymore. Does the pump in nursing, does it make your, like, nipple super long? Yes. Okay. But just temporarily, it's like a suction cup. It, like, you, it, like, <laughs> Lovely. pulls it out. And then it eventually kind of, like, settles back. If in. it's in a baby's but, mouth, you don't have to see that yeah, happening. Yeah, it's true. It is a mental thing. And when it's in a, I mean, why do they make them clear? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe so you know you have the right size nipple shield on. I mean, Because you know sure they, like, come into they come in different sizes. Yeah. I was wearing the using, not wearing, but using the wrong one for a long, long time. You all of a sudden you go from like boobs being something that's shared only with your partner, mm-hmm. right? Like, and then all of a sudden it's like this weird thing when you have to nurse your baby 
in public. And you and I even nurse differently. Like you we nurse do. bashed, you kind of like are very mod- like modest in, in a, a good way. I'm just like, here, everyone take a peek because Evelyn's not going to handle having it, you know? It's, yeah. Everybody kind of has their own style. And and nursing to me and going back and forth between like nursing and, and pumping specifically, this is the first, she's my first child that I have literally exclusively nursed because if you think about it, my first three, I was a working executive mom and I was, you know, on the Acela between DC and New York and pumping on the train and pumping in edit bays and pumping in my office during creative meetings. And it was a nonstop whir of a Medela machine, nonstop. People just got used to it. And I would just have the hands-free bra. I would have a little muslin blanket like over my chest and they just knew doors open, come on in, you hear it, it's fine because you just get... You just get so used to, I don't know. Like, have you had that, people you know. have weird reactions to that though? I was. Oh my a, gosh! Oh my, I've had so many weird experiences trying to nurse in public. It's. I will tell you. I sat down next to a colleague, not a colleague from my office, but a colleague in my industry who I like and respect. And I was on the train. It was a three and a half hour ride after a long day of meetings in New York. And I put a blanket over me. I was not showing any skin, and I start pumping. And he looks over at me and dead serious says, "Is that legal?" Oh, <gasps> I was like. Do you live in a hole? I didn't. I didn't even know how to respond. I kind of thought he was joking, so I. I really just kind of laughed, but I was like, seriously, seriously. I had to feed Rad for the first time in public when he was about a week old, mm-hmm. and we lived in New York, and we'd gone to Carnegie Deli, which has since closed. It's mm-hmm. So sad. And he just started screaming, and so everyone was turning to look at the screaming baby, and I knew the only way to yep. settle him down was to nurse him. But unfortunately, the screaming meant that this packed restaurant had all eyes on me staring at you and it was my first time really trying to get him under the cover yep with all these eyes on me and yeah. i was fumbling around and people just continue to stare like they're watching yeah. a train wreck i think at that point i would be like eh, enjoy the Take show a peek, I, just people. Am, I i was a, i am and was a little yeah. more modest with it and i was mm-hmm. trying to be discreet if i could be yeah but it's hard. Yeah. The baby gets to a point where they're pulling the cover they off. Do. I was also on an airplane having this conversation with a guy and Rad was with me and I pulled out my cover and started to nurse and all of a sudden he pretended to be asleep. Like he was awake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> fully awake. Was, and then he was like. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Instantaneously asleep. Here's a, here's a question that because I'm just curious what what's normal and I, I'm sure normal is different for everybody. But when... Or how long did it take after you first had the newborn before you allowed your spouse to have access to... Okay, straight up, I'm going to answer this question. Yeah. And then Corey can. <laughs> <laughs> Never. No. <laughs> no, for real. I- I, it's it's so awful because your boobs never in your whole life look as good as they do when you're right after you have a baby and you're like kind of... I don't know. I paid quite a bit for these. They look pretty good. I will say they're going to look even better. And Jonathan's, his eyes are going to pop out of his head, right? But the Adrian will tell you, first tell you like, it is awful. It's like hands off, you know, hands off. I wouldn't let... Because they, they do hurt. They hurt. And for me, as we talked about earlier, it's like the mindset of like... It's one thing if my baby is chomping down and the suction is hurting my boob. It's another thing if I'm then having to change my mindset to it being my husband. Yeah. And I'm like, I just... So I, when you were I intimate, do, no. was it just like boobs were like... like Yeah, and by the way, off. they're going to spray all over him. They're going to get in his <laughs> mouth. They're going to get in his face. He's going to be, be so everywhere. grossed out. He, he, he may be, already he put might the, love it. I don't he know. He already put the like, wall down. It's great for down. the immune system. It's great for yeah, the immune system. Yeah, he put the He'll wall down. He's like... Oh my 
my gosh. He's like, no, I'm never tasting breast milk. And I'm like, you want to bet? I'm going to squirt it in your coffee. Like, yeah. He, you should. That oh, I totally so will. What about you? Yeah. Was it... Was yeah, it no, I, I actually hated when my boobs were that big. Yeah. You guys already know how I feel. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I am little and I just think huge boobs overwhelm me. Although I will say that I, you know, I'm not entirely sure that my husband is not just a boob guy. Because <laughs> there have been times that I've brought up other, you know, anti-aging procedures. Like I brought uh-huh. up a Botox. Everyone I know has done Botox. Yep. Except me. And, and I, me and when I mentioned it to him, he immediately was like, don't do that. I saw some people whose faces looked weird after that. And so he shut me down on that immediately. Not that he wouldn't have, like, it wasn't like I needed his permission, but he didn't love the idea. Yeah. But when I talk about boobs, he's kind of like, oddly supportive. You know, I mean, like, you know, whatever you feel like you need to do. <laughs> you know, when I, told, I when I told Jonathan, I was like, what do you think? He's like, I could probably find a way to live with you having bigger boobs. <laughs> And that was his response. And so I didn't, when I picked out the size, I didn't take him at all. And just for size reference, in case anybody is considering getting them done, I was a 32A and I went with a 250 and a 275, which I was told would give me a small um, to full 32C, which is, I was happy with that size. That Mm -hmm. was the goal size, which now going back, I probably would have done a 225 and a 250. But just to go like, a little bit smaller. Um, but Jonathan has always made a joke that he's, when I brought him to the appointment, he's like, you should get 600 cc's. <laughs> and so that's been the joke. And so this whole pregnancy is, is you're going to get your 600. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, but to answer your question, when your boobs are that big and that sore. So yeah. that's the thing about nursing is that it hurts at first it's like you suck on anything long enough it's gonna get sore and then you have to you honestly have to power through sorry it's so immature I just like I could not hold back the I was talking about like the hickey oh yeah 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 yes when Radley, my six-year-old, first realized that the baby was, I had been kind of covering up, and then at some point you're like, whatever, he's yeah. on my boob. Oh, yes. bash, and like when he yeah, realized it was. The, well, Radley, my older kid, goes, Mommy, Sebastian is drinking from your boob. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, Evelyn, you know how what a crazy nurser she is. Yeah. And she was nursing, and a couple weeks ago she pulled back, sat up, and kind of looked at me, and her eyes went down to my nipple, and it was dripping milk. And she goes, Ewey. And pushed my boob away from her. She didn't connect in her head that there was something that came out of it. That it's is like so wow. funny. It's just like second nature. So does it change intimacy? Like with just having the whole top half of you oh, being Oh, you just have off, an off-limits area for a minute. Off-limits. I think so okay. too. And I know women who don't agree with that, but that's just always been my thing. I just have a hard time like, I don't know. I'm so I'm so curious. I can't wait to see how Jonathan's going to react. I know, because he's like really loving the, the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then I think it actually changes probably for them too mm-hmm. when a baby's attached to your boob. Oh yeah, all the he time he gets it freaked out about everything. Yeah. So he it probably we're very private. Like we don't go to the bathroom in front of each other. Like it's it's so I think him seeing her nurse will like be like oh you'll have to sh- make him see it. You don't have to because it's such a I'll be like look at this. But yeah, <laughs> he eventually might also think he's poking the baby. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, when, we've yeah. we've been there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he already he like avoided me the. First first uh 16 weeks like, wait till and then we the can like feel really her moving. like when she's like kicking him oh my he hates like i he 
he likes to feel her kick if I'm like, oh, she's kicking right here. But just but not to if like you're doing the dirty. Yeah, he won't touch my stomach. It's like, <laughs> <gasps> you know, you have you don't have a crazy nursing story yet. But can no. you please tell the story of when you were in your front yard? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so this is. Oh my god, I hate this story. This is the closest you've come okay. to having that experience. Okay, so um, for those of you who have either had their boobs done or is thinking about it. Part of the healing process is you don't have, like, the nerves are still, like, reattaching themselves, so you don't have a ton of feeling, I would say, the first six months. Like, and it's now it's back in full force. So I was doing some yard work, and in my old neighborhood, there's three guys that, like, live right next door, and they were always really nice. They all sing in a worship band at their church. Like, of course. They're very, like, oh, no. conservative, really nice guys. And I was chatting with them for the longest time, and I had a tank top on with a sports bra underneath. Little did I know that when I was working, there was like a little nip slip, and I didn't know that, and I'm having this full conversation. <laughs> but to make it worse, he keeps like looking up as we're chatting, and I said, is my cat on my roof? And, <laughs> and so I'm like calling him out because he's, very awkwardly like keeping his head up and I'm like oh Not and then any and I'm like no and I was like I was like oh there was a blue jay here earlier and I'm totally like I keep saying it and I didn't notice anything and then like we stopped our conversation or whatnot and he had to go and he was very awkward I'm like that's so weird I went inside to use the bathroom and I totally saw my nipple like halfway out of my tank top and bra <laughs> I didn't even feel that it was out and so I immediately took a picture and sent it to you girls of course just yeah, because I, I was sure like I somewhere on my phone I'm like this is like too funny so yeah my neighbor is scarred by my nipple that's awesome <laughs> yeah that, that's the weird thing though about nursing too is you gotta breastfeed but don't whip those things out in public oh, yeah. god forbid crazy double standard yeah and by the way I'm not someone who whips my boobs out like that's just that's not my me per- I'll wear that cap <laughs> I try never to actually show side boob and god forbid the nipple but I, I feel like her head is big and can cover it and if I have the rest of my body covered I feel like she's okay but and your boobs do look awesome you do have really nice boobs if you could pick a celebrity's boobs, who, who would you, whose would you have? Because I know who mm. I would have. Do you have Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, I knew, oh. I knew you were going to say she that. She has because, really, cause because she's they're slender petite? and they're petite. Yeah, and they're, we I all know exactly where the nipples that. are because she was always cold on that soundstage <laughs> during Friends. Let's just go Jenna Jameson. No, I'm kidding. I'm oh, totally kidding. Mackerel. No, no, no. No, I would say, I think Hard she's one. goals for a lot of people. I like Vanessa Lachey. Ooh. Can't lie. Oh. She's on my mind because of that new Netflix series that she's hosting. But Ooh, I don't, that aside, her boobs are great. I don't, oh, you know who? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's just got such a petite, cute little yeah. figure. Then. I wanted to be like a little curvy. Mm-hmm. So this podcast is very much about perspective. So let's hear what our husbands had to say about boobs. boobs. Adrian, I have a question for you. Sure. So do you remember when we first started dating and got married? You described my boobs in a really specific way. I thought they were pointy and fun. I think I remember you calling them 70s porn star boobs. (laughs) Yes, teardrop (laughs) torpedo boobies. So then we got married. We got pregnant with Ava right away. And then, you know, after I gave birth to her, how did my boobs change? Like as my milk came in and all that. Yeah, well, they were larger. Kind of thought that I had three new babies, but little did I know that two of them I wouldn't be allowed to spend as much time with. (laughs) There have been times in between each of our kids when I've stopped breastfeeding and my poor boobs have gone back to their now new normal state. What do you think about the new normal state? I mean, I think you've maybe lost some altitude in them. 
Mm-hmm. That's a very polite way of saying but that. But if I remember correctly, between three and four, I, I thought they looked pretty good. So you yeah. would or would not want me to get a breast augmentation? I think that I would probably support you if that's something you wanted to do. What if it was something I didn't want to do? So, wait a second. Someone's got a gun to your head and they're forcing you to get breast augmentation? And I don't want to do it. Would you rescue me? Are we role-playing? <laughs> if I had, like, 7500 bucks, is that how you would want me to spend it? I don't know that it's a question of want, but would I support you? Sure, if that's what you wanted to do. Thanks, babe. Sure. Jonathan. Yes? We're going to talk about boobs. All right. How do you feel about the fact that someone else is going to have full access to them. You know what? I'm okay with it. How involved were you with my decision in getting a boob job? Practically zero. You've always said that you wanted a boob job. I never thought you were serious, though. Were you pleasantly surprised or just supportive of my decision? I was secretly pleasantly surprised. Secretly? Secret. I don't think it was a secret. <laughs> I tried to play it up. Poker face wasn't good. Do you wish I would have gone bigger or smaller? I'd actually say go slightly smaller. Do you feel like that is because you've been seeing pregnant boobs for so long? Could be. When I told you what size I was getting, what size you thought I should get? Well, I tried to trade you for the house that you wanted for 600 cc's. <laughs> Ty, what do you think of my boobs after having two children? Well, the nipples are super stretchy and boy, <laughs> am I impressed with their flexibility. I've seen what happens when you're pumping on the couch. All of a sudden there's I know it's horrifying. Two miles long in my head. It's, <laughs> it's very, very big. Well, this is the whole point. Boobs are supposed to be sexy and after babies, do they just become weird? Well, you've brought up uh, augmentation. Since my boobs got way smaller after having rad. I was never like, oh, you should definitely do it. Partly because how much does it cost? I think it can be anywhere from like a few thousand dollars to up to $10,000. I've never thought anything negative about your boobs. And if we we're going to spend $10,000, let's spend it on a movie theater in our house or a basketball court or a motorcycle. Really, it's just about you getting presents. That's what some people look at a boob job as, right? You so I'm, what I'm saying is if it's for me, if you're worried about me, I don't need it. If you're worried about you, whatever makes you happy. By the way, Rad has put in his vote for a movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, no, not at all. So here's where I am. My baby, I think, is weaned. And honestly, I was ready for it. I had a little bit of guilt weaning because let's face it, when you're a mom, you feel guilty about everything. But honestly, this breastfeeding journey with my second baby was tricky. As soon as he got teeth, he became a biter. He thought he was supposed to like chew while he ate or something. And then I got thrush. Guys, the pain was so intense, but I continued to feed my baby through it. And so... <sighs> I feel like it's not talked about very much how hard it is to wean. There's all this pressure and shame if you're not nursing and then, you know, shame if you're giving formula, which I think is garbage because, you know, we we all know plenty of formula-fed babies yeah. that are perfectly happy. In Absolutely. fact, my mom said that when she was having me, that it was actually considered sort of animalistic taboo to, nurse. to nurse and formula was best and they encouraged you not to nurse. It was weird to drink from a boob, which I mean, yeah, everything is so cyclical. It yeah. is. Mm -hmm. And then she said the second she held me in her arms, it felt so instinctual that she ended up nursing. But at the time it was like, oh, you nurse for a few months and then you give the baby cereal right. at four months or whatever. So point being, there could be guilt about everything forever. So I'm doing my best to let go of that, but that doesn't mean it's easy. Um, 
But it was a very hard breastfeeding journey. And now I'm on this emotional roller coaster, which is my hormones. I have not had a period since before I got pregnant. And my body is all over the place. Mm-hmm. I can cry at the drop of a hat. I feel like I have I feel like I have this like sadness little cloud that can hang on me sometimes. And and I'm kind of pulling myself out of that. And and a part of that is, gosh, what's my body gonna be like mm-hmm. afterwards? That's just sort of a side piece where you're like, you know, how do I, you know, how do I feel about being in my body now and sort of getting back to myself? My body is my own again. And then Ty, you know, for men, I think it's a little harder to understand why it's so weird to give up a baby drinking from your boob. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, sounds so weird, but it's this snuggle time and it's beautiful and it's sweet. And especially when they get to be toddlers and they're wiggling all over the place is the only time they will just snuggle into your arms. And it's this like insanely beautiful time. But my baby was done. He was like, I do not want it. And it kind of felt like rejection. Oh, I kind of felt like, oh God, he doesn't need me anymore. And it's our last baby. So there's all that emotional stuff going on. Is it the last? It's re- well, I was just going to say, <laughs> you're really hormonal. That makes me a little concerned, Corey. Is it the last? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, let's hope that's the last. That was our plan. I can't wait to breastfeed. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to it so much that I'm kind of scared if for some reason it doesn't work for me that I'm going to be really really depressed. Um, Can I just say? But you said you'd pancake me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she did squeeze, offer. Squeeze, squeeze. That's right. I will. Mm-hmm. I will squeeze that booty. Yeah. Put it in that baby's I, mean, I have to say a couple things. The first is um, a very good friend of mine had a lot of trouble nursing her first two kids. Well, her only two kids, but her first two kids. And because of that journey, she became a lactation specialist. So she will talk to you anytime if you have any issues. But that aside... There are so many expectations placed on pregnant moms. And I will never forget that when I had my first baby at Cedars, the lactation consultant came in within that day, right? And I knew I wanted to nurse. It was just something that was very innate in me and was something that from the time I was little, I remember, you know, being excited about. But she came in and she tried to put the baby, she stripped the baby down and she put her on my body in this like reverse like football hold that felt so unnatural to me as a mom. And for two days I tried to nurse and they were telling me nurse her for 45 minutes and keep her cold and make her suck. And I was like, this shit's for the birds. This is not (laughs) how it's supposed to be. I know it's not. So what I did is I put a pillow on my lap. I held her in like a cross cradle hold the way that I felt like I saw my mom nurse and the way that I felt like I was supposed to. And from that moment on, my kids have nursed like champs and never looked back. And it was literally taking the advice that I got from a lactation consultant 10 years ago and throwing it out the window well, and doing what yeah. felt natural. I don't think anybody so, is going to be a better expert on your body, your kid, you. than you. Now, yep. help is great. Of course. But even lactation consultants can put so much pressure and you yep. can't nurse when you're stressed. No. And also, if you just don't want to. Nope. It's okay. True. Yep. Like, Absolutely. I think my husband is a perfect human being. He was not breastfed. Right. If you lined a bunch of people up, would you be able you to pick out know. who you wasn't breastfed? No, you would never no, know. No, absolutely not. Like, it's fine. So if you are like, honestly, if you're out there going through this, oh, my gosh. Le- like, I'm getting tired. Uh, not it go. breastfed. Hashtag not breastfed. <laughs> well, even when we were going through um, like our surrogacy discussions and stuff with my sister, I was still planning on breastfeeding um, the baby yeah. and and taking hormones and getting my body ready to breastfeed as possible. Like just because it's, it's very important to me, but I don't want to ruin a bond or have so much stress. stress. 
um, if it doesn't work out. Well, there are there are drugs and there are manipul- like physical manipulations and whatnot. I have a very good friend who is a lesbian mother of two, and she has nursed both her babies, you know, and and it's it's pretty spectacular. She only birthed one of them, so they were able to give her. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah they were able to awesome. give her drugs well, to help. I also her. have friends who just didn't want to nurse. They're like, yeah, totally. just not for me. Yep. Yeah, and nope. I don't think somebody should be made to feel guilty about that. Oh, that doesn't Absolutely make you not. less of a mother. Just. Well, because you I can understand different. it, by the way, as much so as I love it, I. I can understand it is an invasive, very involved process. It's easy in a lot of ways once you get the hang of it. And once you're like, you know, out and about and you don't have to stop down and make a bottle or like find water or heat but, something up. But you're but so responsible. You are. Somebody and you else can't, can't leave. get up. Hello, I haven't had leave. a girl's weekend yep. in two years. I mean, it, it's true. It's you really hard. You become a milk machine mm-hmm. in a way that you can't get away. You know, your husband can only help so much. Right. Because if you're not nursing, you have to pump. Yep. And the pumping is like not mm-hmm. fun. No. And so it's, you can't travel. I, I shot a music video last spring. Yeah. <laughs> and between every take, I had a pump on me and I was so fatigued. Yeah. It was so tiring. It takes a lot of energy. All that to say, you know, however the birth plan goes, however all of that stuff goes, you know, people will be real quick to judge. Oh, you don't, you didn't give your baby breast milk, but who knows what else they're doing? Maybe they're giving their baby like a bunch of sugar when they're two. And mm-hmm. you're like, well, I'm giving mine like organic broccoli. And it's like, fine. Like, <laughs> I can did you, you, you do you. <laughs> like, yeah. Good. Yeah. You do you. I'll do me and do what's best for you. I think it's really important that you follow your instincts. If your instincts say you're going to be a better mom, if you're not putting so much pressure on yourself, I wish I could go back. And kind of tell, and tell yourself that. that. Pep talk. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All that to say, I think, so Kayla, <laughs> Kayla has to go in for a consult because she well, has I'm to go almost, get her boobs checked. I'm just like nervous because I had my boobs done. It, it's been a year and a little over a year. And um, you're supposed to wait to get pregnant. And, you know, we, we didn't think we were going to get pregnant. And then we did get pregnant. And, and it was less than a year. And so, and all of a sudden they're growing. And so I just kind of want to check and make sure the implants have sat exactly where they need to be. And everything's... You should go with Kayla. Yeah. I you think should totally go with you her. You should tag along and just, just talk watch. to them. And you know what that would mean is it wouldn't be me officially. Right. You were committing. <laughs> because you actually can't even think, you can't get surgery until I looked it up oh. three to six months after weaning. Really? Mm-hmm. But, but I, can I come with you? Yeah. And you know, maybe the doctor will even let us record what he says in case anybody else is I thinking just, about it. Yeah. Just talking to people will make a huge There's difference. There's so many choices now, guys. But it yeah. used to be, am I going to get boobs? And yeah. now it's like, is it a teardrop or a whatever another shape of a yeah. boob? A, a, a lemon? Or is it a over there, under the muscle? And oh, is silicone safe boob. or a saline yeah. safe? There's so <laughs> many. It's like a, you know, there's such a menu of there things you choose the from one now. Thing, the one thing I know for sure is don't go to the discount doc in a box and don't, don't go to the guy who has an availability the next No, day. I had to wait. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, are you, would you consider it? I would consider, I never, I never say never to anything like that. Um, I'm really scared of how my boobs are going to look, to be honest with you, when I'm done nursing. And I know that's like a super vain thing. It has nothing to do with how they're going to look in a bra. I know they'll look great in a bra because they'll be like kind of these flat things that I push up and it'll be fine. Good point. I'm really worried about how they're going to look when I'm intimate with my husband. And like, I love feeling confident. And even though he loves them and he has been really, really, by the way, the other day, quick story, I was talking to him about this and like whether or not I would ever consider doing it. And he's like, I love what your boobs look like when you're not nursing or pregnant. And he showed me a picture that he took of my boobs when we were on a cruise together, just like, you know, in our cabin, right before Evelyn. And I was really touched that he actually considered that to be... 
Yeah. I'm really curious, everyone that's listening, what what do you guys plan on doing or what have you done? What works for you and where are you at in the process? What did your boobs look like after? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Like, <laughs> can we say post did they, did your boobs hang low? Did, did they, they wobble, wobble to and fro? <laughs> can you tie them in? And I want to know if there's anyone like me who had boobs pre-kids. I'm really curious and and or how they you were had your breasts afterwards. reduced before kids or after. Yeah. I would love to know. regretted it. She wants them out. And oh, I she got implants and yeah. then and she's got like pregnant. they're too big. Oh. I just wish I hadn't done. I wish they were smaller. So yeah, did love you regret to know. it? What love was the recovery stories. like? Yeah. Did you feel amazing? What did mm-hmm. it change for you? I'm. I would love to hear that. I can't wait to talk to myself in a year. I know <laughs> if that makes sense, and just see where my head is with the process. I your can't head wait will to be see in your boobs in three months. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank I you so it. much for listening to Hi, My Name is Mom. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. If you enjoyed listening to Hi, My Name is Mom, if you would take a second to rate and review our podcast, we would love you forever. And please go follow us on socials. We love to get DMs and yeah. find out what you're thinking, what you Slip thought. into our DMs. And some topic <laughs> ideas for future episodes. And we want to know about your boobs. Mm-hmm. What do your boobs look like at hi my name is mom official hi my name is mom.com thanks for listening your name is mom